0: Rochester, the home of Strong Museum, Lilac Festival, and Abbots, this is FC3's Monkey Business Sign, starring Tanya Metris, Billy DeTori, and Chris Frank in Sunning Kodachrome. And now here's your host, Chris.
1: Yay! Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> and that is our, our lovely guest, Elizabeth Rice. Good to hear from you, honey.
0: Hi. <laughs>
1: How's things? How are you holding up in all of this weird isolation? You and Mom are good?
0: Yeah, we're doing pretty good. I mean, you know. It's weird not being at work, but right. I find another stuff to do. The only bad part is uh, my normal fabric store that I order from online is currently got a thirty day turnaround. Oh, <laughs> so, ouch! That doesn't yeah, help a lot. <laughs> yeah, because because I had just you know. Um, this all kind of kicked off a little bit after I got back from Gallifrey one in February. And so uh-huh. I hadn't, I didn't have anything. I don't have anything right now really to make a new costume, even though I've got plenty of time. So,
1: mm-hmm. right.
0: <laughs> and even like the fabric that I want isn't even in stock anywhere. So I have to wait for them to figure out when they're getting it back into. <laughs> well,
1: well, give me a, um, give me some, uh, some perspective here. How long does it usually take to get uh, material you need?
0: Uh, depending on how much I'm getting, like, yeah, usually like a week and a week and a half, depending on how much fabric they have to cut for mm-hmm. me. Um, I order a lot of times from Fabric.com because it's generally cheaper than buying it at mm-hmm. Joanne's or wherever. Um, so, but yeah, they've got like a 30-day turnaround right now. At least mm-hmm. that's what they're saying. It might be shorter because I know a lot of times people, you know, under-promise and over-deliver, but just because... You know a lot of stores are shut down and a lot of people are buying um fabric to make masks especially now um they've just got such a long turnaround time and they've got fewer people i think working in their warehouse um for social distancing reasons and everything right yeah Uh
1: So all of our, our friends and family out there, the additional voice that you are hearing, as I mentioned a moment <laughs> ago, is the, the lovely and talented Elizabeth Rice, uh, the most important employee at the Strong Museum of play, as far as we're concerned. <laughs> and, uh, and as you are used to being in a job where you're in the middle of a sea of people, this has got to be kind of weird that you're just basically home right now. Yeah, it's- definitely.
0: I mean, because this week was supposed to be spring break right um so it's it's very weird uh but you know definitely the right call because oh, yeah hopefully we'll be able to open soon we don't know when that's going to be though originally they'd mm-hmm. said um they were going to try to open up again march 16th but they just told everybody on monday that it's kind of an indefinite thing right now so mm-hmm. But thankfully, they've they're being really awesome and finding a way to pay all the employees at the museum. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. got to
1: be a comfort that you know yeah. you're stuck and not powerless at the same time.
0: Yeah, one less thing to worry about. Don't have to right. fight with the unemployment uh, website, which I guess has been not a fun thing.
1: <laughs> it, from what I'm hearing, anecdotally, it has been quite the nightmare. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: that swamped. yeah because everybody it needs it yeah
1: and with me as always my 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 friends my family my co-host Billy Ditore is with us as well as usual hey Chris yeah. how you doing bill
2: I'm doing okay
1: and uh, the lovely and talented Tanya Metris is here hello and rounding out the panel for today is our our new producer in chief the technical man in the van the man with the plan mr Daniel Carmen good to see you Daniel
2: Good to see me. Yeah, are I have a picture of you up somewhere? in
1: front of me right now.
3: Oh, okay, good. Yeah.
1: Okay. You and I are in it together. We're dressed up in uh, vintage gear. It's that stuff. Uh, it's that picture uh, that we took way back at, uh, in the day when yes. we were at Darien Lake. Darien Lake, huh. yes. The old-timey picture where we tried I'm to look all like a important. webcam
2: and you're watching me now. That's all I can I can't about.
1: hijack a webcam, no. I'm not that good. <laughs> not, I can't, I can't <laughs> even hijack. I can't even get my own webcam to work. Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me right about now? anyway, uh, but Elizabeth is on board and will be joining us probably on and off for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about a lot of things that she is very interested in and stuff that we either, A, share interested in, such as in today's topic, or B, we don't know as much about it. So we're going to lean on her expertise to help guide us the way through a new new and interesting fandoms. Uh, no pressure, Elizabeth, none whatsoever. Um, but today's topic just, just is... Just make
2: sure you'll make us like stuff. That's all we yeah. ask. <laughs> yeah. Just don't let us go, not until we're 100 percent on board. Yes, no pressure,
1: no pressure at all. Yeah, and, you know, selling selling Billy is easy. I mean, he he's so open minded about things. He just loves to explore new new stuff all the time. I could be a bit cranky. I will warn you there right now. Okay. Um, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A it's stop. <laughs> but today's topic is going to be an easy one. It's near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about none other than everybody's favorite Time Lord, the Doctor in all of their forms. Uh, um, I guess we're going to find Yeah. And yeah. And we're going to, <laughs> we're going to focus on this most recent series 12 which just completed about a month ago. Uh, And as always, we're going to warn you right now. Today's conversations will be brought to you by FC3's own fragrance.
3: Spoilers.
1: So there will be a ton. So if you have not watched series 12, hit pause, go binge it, and come back. Alright, this was a good, I thought it was a really good series. So we'll, yeah. we'll talk more about that at length uh, coming up shortly. We're going to take a quick break just so you can go ahead and hit the pause button in the logical spot go watch series 12 and then come back and we'll be right here twiddling our thumbs waiting for you.
2: Go on, go do it okay, now. Okay, I'll be back in 11 hours.
1: Alright, <laughs> we'll see you soon. <laughs> covering a history of of nearly 60 years at this point we're coming up on at this point is what it feels like let's see it's, it's 1963 to 2000 so 57 years so yeah we're closing in on 60 years at this point point. one of the longest running science fiction tv shows on the planet and uh, even with a big 19 year break sitting in the middle of it uh, and we are talking about none other than doctor who the phenom from england produced in wales has been since 2005 it has uh experienced what now uh one two three four five doctors at this point well you know and, a, and an honorary doctor somewhere in the point and oh, wow. uh, it's just <laughs> a juggernaut well the war doctor you know john hertz cameo in that in the 50th anniversary special which was pretty cool um So as we said uh, before the break, this is going to be spoilerific. So if you have not seen series 12 yet, uh, but you're still hanging in there, then guess what? You're about to find out some things that uh, you didn't know before. Um, Since Elizabeth, you are our guest of honor for this week, I'm going to ask you just flat out, what do you think of series 12?
0: I really, really enjoyed it, Um, especially Mm -hmm. the way they started it. Uh, And as frustrated as I am sometimes with how many secrets they've been keeping since Mm -hmm. um, Chris Chibnall took over, I was so glad that they kept so many of the secrets that they did, Um, especially the master. I mean, because that. Like, I was glad that I didn't know there was going to be a new master because I love Missy so much. But. Yes. I was like, if I had known that that was coming, I probably would have been a little more hesitant to like Sasha Duan as the master. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: just especially like that, that turn on a dime that he made from O to the master was just.
1: Brilliant. Exactly. It was that it was a what the hell you know, moment where it's like you you're seeing it and you're no there's something more to this character of O than 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 you're than is being let on. Something's going on here. Um and you're sure that there's 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 a twist coming, but you're I did not see the master reveal. And that so that was very, very cool. And and uh and he plays it properly nuts.
0: Yeah, oh definitely. Yeah
1: He, he is (laughs) definitely where Michelle Gomez was just unhinged and embracing it. Right. She just was just loving the fact that she was psychotic, just in, in dwelling in it and embracing it and reveling in it. And then John Sims before her was that driven obsessive the driven you know just that the the, the beat of the drums which was yeah. they finally actually did a whole re- reference to the the drum beat in his head which they did not do at all during missy
4: i was mm-hmm. wondering
1: if he was if peter capaldi at any point was going to do like some sort of you know the four taps or something like that to get missy's attention and they completely well, they- just let that whole slide
0: They did kind of reference it, Um, I mean, because the whole, like, the the last season that Peter Capaldi did, um, the reason why I kind of started to think that it was the master in the vault before we found out that, yes, it was Missy, is, Mm -hmm. I forget which episode it was the end of, but it's uh, Nardles down there you know, checking on the vault and Mm -hmm. you hear three knocks and then right at the end of the episode, before the episode ends, it's four knocks. And I was like, Oh, I I know. So that was the only reference I think they made to, to the drums for the entire time that Missy was the main master.
1: That's fair. I did not pick up on that. Yeah. Which I love having Elizabeth on board because she (laughs) actually has supplanted me as the doctor who expert in my life. I thought I knew so much. And then Elizabeth came along and just proved me wrong. And I love it. I in in that um which i have said on several occasions and will admit several (laughs) times more um but yeah when when he came out and and suddenly revealed and it was like okay now we're off this is this is going to be something did you feel i mean in my opinion season 12 was obviously stronger than 11 do you agree disagree
0: Oh, definitely. Um, okay. Like I, I thought it was an interesting concept to have a le- season eleven be all new stories, all new monsters. But mm-hmm. I think that, like, I don't think it was a bad season. But it definitely didn't, like, have a whole lot for people who had been fans of the show for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely liked the season's balance more of new and older monsters, <laughs> like with the master with. Um, the Jadoon and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Cybermen. And the Cybermen. The mm-hmm. Cybermen. Captain mm-hmm. Jack. That was so exciting when he came back.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, I, loved it. Yeah. I thought it was uh, weird that it kept him apart for so much.
0: Yeah. Um, you
1: know, I was like, fully well expecting Jack to show up in the finale, but when he did, and I was like, wait, where, wait well, where's Jack? Jack should be here. This is,
0: this is potential slight, like unofficial spoilers, but. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you watch any of the if you if you've seen any of the videos where they did the different challenges with Jody and Tozan and Mandip, mm-hmm. um, at the end they had a tiebreaker between Jody and, and Mandip, and it if you look really closely it almost looks like uh, John Barrowman's there because okay. it looks like it's his costume. You do
1: heard that? I heard that, I'd heard that. somebody said
0: they're yeah. different costumes from the episode that he was in. <clears throat> so
1: mm-hmm.
0: he, maybe he'll show up in the Christmas special. That would be really nice. Cause it seems like it, it would be a lot for him for like the amount of, uh, kind of like underhandedness that he had to do to keep people like off his scent that he was in Cardiff for anything other than apparently his cover story was he was remodeling their flat. It feels like he was there for quite a long time to be <laughs> filming any, you know, like just yeah. that one scene,
1: just a couple scenes, yeah. Yeah, so,
0: so hopefully he may be showing
1: up at Christmas time. Is what you're thinking? Yeah,
0: because he cause he did he did say something about you know when she needs me I'll be there. So mm-hmm.
1: here's hoping. I, I love so it, much the, fun the sheer glee in his face when when uh, <laughs> when he finds out from Graham that the the doctor is now a woman. He's like, oh, I know. I can <laughs>
0: That was so great. Yeah, I know. That was so much fun. And then I also liked that this season had more of an arc. Like the series her first series didn't have an arc, which I think was a little bit of a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you kinda had it with Tim Shaw, you know, but you it really didn't. only got that in the first episode and at yeah. the end of the episode this one, you know, you kinda got it throughout, which I like because that way and it's also nice when you don't know what episodes exactly will factor into that um mm-hmm. into the series arc um because uh at gallifrey one since that weekend was an ep- a new episode airing that was um oh i can't remember that the the one with the all the people who wrote mary shot the um frankenstein oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah so I, know
1: which one is, I can't think of the name of the episode yeah
0: though. the haunting of villa something um right. but
1: villa sadly, I,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah sadly i forgot that i needed to Not look at Twitter like before a certain like after a certain time. Like I'm used to when it's when Doctor Who's airing here. I'm used to being like, okay, you know, three o'clock. I got to turn off all my internet so I don't see anything. But I forgot that it would be like eleven o'clock in LA (laughs) that I need (laughs) to stop looking at. So I did get it spoiled. But I loved that they snuck the Cybermen in that episode. Like I, Mm
4: -hmm. you know,
0: nobody had any idea that that episode was going to be such a key player in. In the season until you got to that part, which I loved. Yeah. So I I, definitely stronger than her first season for sure.
1: Now, Tanya. Yes. You you have recently caught up with series 12. You're all, you're all up to speed on that one.
4: Yes. But don't ask me very many questions.
1: (laughs) You were, you were good with 11, right? You've you're up on 11 and 12. Yes. Okay. And so, did you did you feel a difference between the two series altogether?
4: Yeah, it seems like um, series twelve. She came more into her own; that she was a little more comfortable um, being in that role, and it Mm -hmm. doesn't didn't seem to be as like forced or um, or new to her. Um, Right. And you could tell that she was having more fun with it with um different aspects of um the different episodes. Okay. That was my that's my perception on it.
1: Very cool. Now has has she cemented, in your opinion, her role as the Doctor? Is she it now? I mean, because there's, there's always that one moment where you know it, the, the cycle The cycle is a new Doctor comes on board, and everybody's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this guy. And then you're, you warm up to the person, and you're like, okay, I'm getting there. And then just before they announce they're about to leave the show, you're like, okay, this is one of the coolest Doctors ever. And then you're like, no, don't go. And the cycle starts over again, right? Are you? Are, do you feel like you're starting to settle in with Jody at this time? Has she made that impression? Do you feel like she's got a little more to go? Is she still establishing herself? Is she all the way in yet?
4: Um, that I'm not. Sh- I'm not really too sure about knowing full well that um, they're looking at. Uh, possibly regenerating her in either 2021 or 2022 you know mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like um game of thrones you don't get too attached to any of your favorite characters <laughs> yeah. because you know they're going to yank them out from underneath you anyway so uh-huh. uh i am I'm, I'm not getting to to like so in deep that i'm just like oh if they take her away i'll be devastated and heartbroken but uh-huh. i'm i'm enjoying her as the doctor okay i, I i'm enjoying the, like just the new twist on having a a female doctor and and everyone being so surprised at it but then she comes up with some ingenious things and it's just i i can see the quirkiness of the doctor through her
1: i you know and i'm going to ask and and then billy i want to ask your opinion because i don't think you're not really as into the show as we are if i remember correctly right i
4: i uh
2: watched the the uh, Eccles Eccleston, the mm-hmm. uh, Tenant, and Matt Smith on Netflix. Then they took him off Netflix, mm-hmm. and I, I really, I saw the first four or five episodes of uh, Jodie Whittaker. I didn't see the Doctor between Matt Smith and Jodie. Okay, no, that. BB who you say is your favorite? You love him, right, Chris? Oh, I do.
1: I'm a huge Capaldi fan. He's he has actually managed to supplant Tom Baker in my hierarchy of favorite doctors, which is I, no small feat. Yeah,
2: yeah, I I have this weird OCD where Amazon doesn't have the shows exactly like how I want to watch them, and I I sort of tapped out, unfortunately, and then no, I, I started watching. I started watching the uh, Jodie Whittaker on BBC America mm-hmm. and enjoyed it. But the commercials threw me, to be honest with oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. The era where was I was horrible. The, the commercials pissed me off. And I, I heard from someone, we know, someone that was on the podcast, and I don't know if this is true or not, said that they cut out content from the shows yes. to put more commercials in. So I was sort of waiting for the DVD set, or
0: I don't. I don't think they usually. Something. I don't think they usually do that when it's a brand new episode. But Mm -hmm. definitely, I noticed that when they do like marathon reruns, like they were doing at the end of last year, leading up to the new season. um, Like uh, one of my favorite. Episodes is the Stolen Earth Journeys End two-parter that wraps oh. up season four. They yeah. cut so much out of Journey's yes. End, like they even cut the kiss out at the end, and I was really, really angry. <laughs> like that's one of my favorite parts of that episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. that's that's the episode <laughs> I was referring to during um, our question
0: episode
1: uh. last week, uh, where we were talking about music and pieces of music that pull emotion from you. is Journey's End is the is the one where.
0: It has mm-hmm. that point
1: at the end when the all the companions and the doctor are flying the tardis together
0: oh yeah
1: uh, yeah and um
0: I miss Murray yeah. gold
1: <laughs> oh god I tell you
0: I don't I don't think
1: the current music is bad it's just it, it it doesn't seem to have the same kind of yeah vibe it doesn't mesh yeah. with what's going on like and, Murray gold have a
0: yeah name. and then even with Murray gold like uh, because it was all his music, he would reuse, you know, different themes for different, mm-hmm. you know, even People. if it wasn't, you know, even if it the, the, like, I, th- I think, I think somebody said that they use Rose's theme somewhere in Capaldi's season. I can't remember exactly where, but they use something from, like, the time that Rose was on the show in some place. And it's, you know, but yeah, I, I miss having, you know, some of those recurring themes. I mostly miss I Am the Doctor because that is, like, the best. Doctor theme that has mm-hmm. ever existed, <laughs> in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I agree. It, it's sort of my OCD that keeps me from <clears throat> jumping back in. You know, I because the episodes I've seen, I couldn't love a TV show more with Eccleston and Tennant and Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, and I enjoyed the first four episodes or so of jody whitaker i i hadn't had the chance to really connect with him but i enjoyed the show but the commercials like i said just sort of turned me off and said well i'll catch up with it at some point afterwards yeah my you goal is finally start collecting time. the
1: dvds what was that dan did i hear dan i
3: don't
1: no, think so I, <laughs> I heard somebody else hmm.
0: Yeah, one because right now they're not even on Amazon and Prime anymore because um, no. they took them off at the beginning of the year because HBO is supposed to launch a new service and that'll be the exclusive home of the new series of Doctor Who from you know now until they find somebody else to sell the shows to I guess.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be oh. HBO Max.
0: Yeah. HBO Max, oh, yes. yeah. another freaking yeah, service I
1: got to get.
4: Yeah, we need yeah. more
2: services. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: I was yeah. I actually watched series twelve on Amazon. Yeah. Which was great because, like we've talked about, we were touching on just a moment ago. BBC America is just atrocious, and I'm going to have to make this debate point: they actually do gut first run because um, I mm-hmm. remember watching season eleven through BBC America, right? And it was just yeah. just so chaotic to try and watch it through all the commercials. Didn't, um,
0: didn't they? Wasn't it also BBC America that added? Like the the I'm Amy Pond and my imaginary best friend liked to every single episode that oh, yeah. Amy Pond was in. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they would do
1: that. They would do Jesus. that opening every time. Every time. Oh. Um, but then I watched, and then, then my son wanted to catch up because he did not see series eleven or twelve. Right? Mm-hmm. He, he heard how excited I was with the end of series twelve, so he's like, "All right, let's let's get into it and we'll start from scratch." So I have season eleven and twelve on. Amazon Prime. Okay, good. And so we're watching uh, the woman who fell to Earth, and and it was like watching it in, for the first time. It was almost yeah. it was almost dramatically different because there were scenes I don't remember seeing, oh,
3: okay. and
1: there was a substantial number of them. And I'm like, wow, BBC America was even screwing premieres. That was amazing to me. Thanks. Um, yeah. So I'm, yeah. Glad, I'm, you know, I don't have access to, to BBC America anymore, and I'm not missing it in in any way, shape, or form. I'm noticing. <laughs> um like it's, so, because
0: it's bbc america but they mostly show star trek like
1: yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> which which is you know it, that has its own connotations it's good, it's weird
0: but yeah it's like that's not a bbc show
1: yeah <laughs>
0: like i feel I, like I, the I, only other bbc show i ever see on there is sherlock once in a great while <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or death in paradise I've seen mm-hmm. i seen a few episodes of Death in Paradise on BBC America, and if it's not that, then it's professional wrestling. No, wait, a minute. that's Sci-Fi Channel. Never mind.
3: <laughs> so, sorry.
1: Um, so the two big moments of series twelve. Let's let's jump into spoilerville here uh, with both feet and a few and a few sonic screwdrivers. Um, <laughs> the whole the 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 roof doctor. Yeah. All right or Doctor Ruth, as many people wanted to call it, because it was just it was too funny not to. Um, to have her show up and and Chris Chibnall saying, "Nope, this is not an alternate universe. This is the Doctor. This is the real thing." And it's like you're already turning your head on on its side, going, "Wait, what's what's going on here?" And it was so funny to me because I've I've really I do believe in just letting the story play out right i'm i don't try to armchair quarterback and i come up with my own ideas i try it. i'm like well i'm wondering it's going to go but i don't try to to waste too much time armchair quarterbacking something. But to watch social media just erupt with the force of Vesuvius and Krakatoa combined and they're trying to f- well it has to be here, it has to be here no, it, this, this. and there's this one guy who kept saying his theory of this it's between Trotton and Pertwee, it's between Trotton and Pertwee, that's the only place where she can fit and, and anybody who would discuss it would be like well why don't we just wait and see, no you can't wait and see this is the way it is, I'm like oh my god <laughs>
3: Wait and see people Come on. Uh,
1: So to to see how it all fits together and then circled back around in the finale where the master reveals that the doctor is indeed the timeless child. And it's like, well, okay, now how's does that work? (laughs) The doctor is over 10 million years old. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what did you think? What did you think? And it could have been done differently? And, or how would you have worked it? So that, let me ask that question.
0: I A had, when I was watching the episode, I thought she was going to be Romana because her name was Ruth and she had like the little R necklace. I'm like, oh, it's Romana. They're finally bringing back Romana. And then I was mm-hmm. so confused for the rest of the episode. But <laughs> I, I really like it because what it does is... Like the show needs to to be able to Continue on for however many mm-hmm. more Years is it brings something new To the show mm-hmm. which is what It needs and you know people As soon as as soon as the uh, The season finale people were already Like oh I can't wait for big finish to you Know do some stories with the Ruth doctor because you know now It really opens up the show and Like even technically they could have a Spinoff series from doctor who About the doctor which I think is hilarious Yes um, and I'd be really interested to see, you know, that story or hear that story, however they wind up telling that story, because I really hope they do. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions, like, uh, people are bringing up, you know, why is her TARDIS the police box? Because originally the idea had been that it got stuck that, that the TARDIS got stuck that way
3: mm-hmm. when,
0: you know, the first Doctor and Susan and Ian and Barbara left Earth, It you know got stuck (laughs) yeah it'd be really interesting to see um the doctor have uh, like a a main enemy other than the daleks because i'm gonna go off on a limb and assume that that doctor doesn't know the daleks um and it's very interesting i i think it's a very interesting thing to do in the show i'm i definitely think it's probably gonna come up again at least in the you know christmas or new years whatever time frame mm-hmm. they show the special mm-hmm. and it's definitely going to come up um, and I'll be interested to see what more they do with it I hope that this isn't the end of that story I mean it's definitely not the end of that story but I hope they do more with earlier doctors than we knew before
1: well it's going to be interesting now if this lock has been blown off of the uh of the, the the series at this point, you know, who else are they gonna bring in and introduce them as the doctor? You know, right. we have multi doctor episodes now. Who's who else is going to be showing their face? You know, and, and uh and be interesting to see how deep they dive into that particular lore. I think you and I chatted a little bit about it via Twitter um yeah. after after um the finale there. Mm-hmm. And um you know, just seeing how many generations uh, that the being known as the Doctor burned through just in the early days. You know, while while what's Tayun was the name of the the, the foster yeah. pair. You know, yeah. when they were I still think brain. she's Rapsalon. <laughs> I, you know, what that's a fairly solid theory in my yeah. opinion.
0: Yeah. Are you
1: now? Is any? I, Billy, I know you're not as familiar with Series Twelve as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanya, I'm going to touch on on that with you. Did you, did you get a, a vibe of of maybe other? major personalities that you've learned through Doctor Who lore? Is it like you saw maybe tech or something else or, or
4: don't ask me that I would not even have a clue of the uh-huh. different personalities because I am not as deep into it as you guys are. In regards to I'm like, I don't have a tendency to think and analyze and overanalyze and try to figure out who is who and what could be what and things like that. I, I, I don't go that deep into the swimming pool. I, See you stay, next- I stay more in the shallow end of doggy paddle
1: you only dug that um
4: you dive in feet first and here's the thing
1: is when you have as much history with with a particular fandom as i have i i don't like i don't like overanalyzing it i don't go out of my way to overanalyze it like some of these folks on social media do but i have this base of historical knowledge i have been watching the show for so long that i know the lore. I know the personalities. Um, if they had said, "Oh, this is Barusa," I would have been like, "Oh, okay, cool. I know exactly who that is." You know, or this is this is this person, and this is this person. Oh, okay, cool. Those are names. Like you know, um, like Elizabeth has mentioned Romana, who was a companion of the Doctor. She was a time lady uh, in the Big Finish audios. Uh, the woman who played her, uh, the second version of her, uh, became the president, and so she was the president of Gallifrey, and so she had a big big role so to see her come back would be very cool for a lot of the classic fans you know for folks who've been with the show for so long it'd be oh yeah romana that'd be great so
0: they would have to be we, so careful to not step on the big finish stuff because people love her so much in the big finish audios <laughs> oh yeah
1: it's, it's still lala ward doing the voice isn't it
0: oh yeah totally I, they did one or two series of gallifrey with a different actress i forget her name but it was mm-hmm. like just a offshoot off kind of little okay side thing that they did, but gotcha. they, they did have Mary Tam actually played her in a couple of audios as well. Um, okay. And some of the early uh, episodes of Gallifrey. How long has it been fun. since
1: Mary Tam passed away? It's been a couple of years now, hasn't it?
0: Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah
1: poor mayor anyway but you know so like like i was saying to my point though for for tanya's sake is 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 i know all this stuff but it's not like i go out of my way to find it i don't go out of my way to discuss the details of it and it's like so at least i hope not you know (laughs) i would like to think i would like to think that i'm not going to be that kind of an irritable fan you know where i'm like oh god he's going to start talking about doctor who again for another three hours on the same topic you know but um all right where was i going with that thought i don't remember anyway.
4: I don't know. Where were you going?
1: I don't remember. There was a point that I was going to make and I forget what it is. Because... was going to
2: ask me and Tanya a question. I, I don't I... know what it was, but... Uh, I... Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say I, I'm sort of with Tanya and that I'm. there's fandoms that I'm obsessive about every little detail, but mm-hmm. I, I wasn't that familiar with Doctor Who until... Five or six years ago, because mm-hmm. I, I grew up as a little kid. We've talked about it before. I used to see the occasional Tom Baker episode with my brother on its original run when it was on Channel Twenty One. And then I was out until eight or nine years ago, as a fan expo in Toronto, and there were people cosplaying as Weeping Angels. And yeah, Susan and I asked, "Who are you supposed to be?" We don't know, and they told us, and so. Then we wanted to find out and we wound up, they saw oh, were these, these doctor who characters and they explained it. And so when we got around to watching doctor who blink became my favorite episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, and that is that's one fun. of the best. That is an, that's an amazing episode.
2: So yeah. it was the cosplaying weeping angels in Toronto that actually got me to watch doctor who again.
1: That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah. Let's cycle around and, and go to that. Uh, Liz, what, what do you remember? What's your first memories of Doctor Who?
0: Weirdly, so I, I think I might have told this story before. But I've definitely mentioned it like on Twitter or whatever. But um, the first episode of Doctor Who that I saw, I didn't know that it was Doctor Who. What had happened is um, I was supposed to be doing homework and my grandpa had fallen asleep with BBC America on. And mm-hmm. they were playing Science in the Library and Forest of the Dead. And so I watched that and I'm like, OK, that was you know, cool. I really liked it, and I went back and did my homework. Didn't I? Did not know that it was Doctor Who until I started watching it, uh-huh. <laughs> like after some friends and family had recommended it to me. Um, but before I even started watching the show, um, well, my aunt and uncle are big fans of the show, and they we're sitting down to watch the first episode of series six, which is the impossible astronaut. And so I'm sitting there, I'm not paying a lot of attention, but you know, in series, the in impossible astronaut, the astronaut comes out of the lake and shoots the doctor and the doctor, you know, quote unquote dies.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: they were freaking out. And I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. And I just walked away.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like, I don't know what's going on. This is weird. I'm walking away. But then some friends said the, the Recommended the show to me and so I basically binged the whole thing on netflix um, Mm -hmm. and I think at that point netflix only had up to season five I Because season six had just start um finished airing that year because I started watching it in 2011 I believe um, and so then I bought season six on iTunes and I watched that like within a period of 24 hours, which is a very interesting season to watch in 24 hours. Cause a lot mm. of stuff happens in that season, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, and then, so the first like series that I watched as it went out on BBC America was uh, Matt Smith's last season. Though I guess, okay. you know, at that point we didn't know that, that it was his last season. Cause he didn't say until I think right before day of the doctor, started to air, was going to air. Um, uh, yes. Um, yeah. Cause, cause Peter Capaldi was in AO, the doctor. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Just his
1: eyebrows. <laughs> Just his eyebrows. There was Just a-
0: the eyebrows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the attack yeah, eyebrows. so
0: much fun. Like, I still remember like, uh, cause I, I watched it like the, the simulcast at home and then I went and I watched it in movie theaters and not everybody who, was at the movie theater version of it. Cause it was a few days after the 50th had watched it when it went out. And so it was so much fun hearing everybody else freak out. And then it was also a lot of fun hearing everybody kind of go oh, when you hear Tom Baker's voice at the end <laughs> too.
1: Oh God. Yeah. I, remember yeah. I, was, I was in my living room at home uh, and, and my ex was with me and our, our friend Sybil, our box office goddess Sybil was in the room. So we were all watching it for the first time together. And uh, now for Erica, she was not as familiar with the past. She was into a yeah. current film, uh, a new who fan. Uh, but Sybil and I have been watching it, you know, forever in a day. Uh, and so. You hear, I kinda think you might and, and to chill. I, I've never watched a TV show or a movie where a chill went ripping through my spine as fast and as vibrant as it did that moment. And I just stared at Sybil and she looked at yeah. me and we're like, No. Right? <laughs> and we're like, Oh my god. Now poor Erica, she has no idea why the two of us are freaking out at the moment. We had to explain it to her after the fact. She was like, What's going on? I'm like, Shh you know, don't don't talk. We gotta watch this. <laughs> Yeah. And it was just astounding for us. We were like so blown away by that one.
0: Yeah, it'll be. Because um, Big Finish is actually doing a series with basically the premise is the Eighth Doctor and his companions are stuck on Earth in 2020, and they're actually bringing Tom Baker back to play the curator. So I'm really interested to see, well, not see, here uh-huh. <laughs> how that gets expanded upon because it's, you know, definitely interesting. To see well, how
1: that's
0: gonna... Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting for sure. I think, you know, probably they'll have how to many, figure.
1: How many of those big finished audios did the eighth do? Or still is still oh,
0: doing? He still does them. Let me see if I can find a list.
1: Because I have not gotten into those as much as I want to, and I've always I've always thought Paul McGann did a great job with the the very little I've encountered with him. Um, oh, I always wish I could s- to just see more, experience more of his Doctor. But and, and so I need to get into the big finish. That's just a thing.
0: Uh. Well, according to Wikipedia, pages in category Eighth Doctor audio plays the following sixty six pages are in this category out of sixty six total. But that's probably just like the ones that are starring him um Uh
3: because
0: he he, there was an episode of the river Song, the diary of river song that he did um Uh he was in the when big finish last year had their 20th anniversary of producing doctor who audios and he was in two episodes of that box set and so there's a lot (laughs) There's a lot but a lot of a lot of the early ones I think you can either get for really really cheap on their website like I think two bucks um, or even less I think they might have a sale going on right now. Um, But I think a lot of the early ones are on Spotify right now even so Uh you can get a taste of it that way.
1: (laughs) I, I threw my kids off um a couple of years ago and uh I came home from work I was just not in a great mood and they're like and my son goes well what are you gonna do you gonna go to your, your office I said yes I'm going to my office he goes what are you gonna do play games I said no I'm gonna watch Doctor Who he goes oh which one all of it <laughs> and he lets me go, I go all of it I'm starting with Unearthly Child he goes I'll see you next month <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no.
0: yeah. I know, because there's All so right. much of the, the TV show, and then you throw in, like, the audios and the books and the comics, and it's just like,
1: ah. Uh... Right. Right.
0: <laughs> there's so much.
1: Well, that's the thing. when you got 57 years of history to play with, you're going to yeah. wind up with a lot of material. Oh, All right, sure. so let me ask you this. I always love this question. This is always a fun mm-hmm. question for me when I ask a diehard fan like you. All right. <laughs> Hypothetical situation. hmm Jodie Whittaker says, OK, that's it. I'm done. At the end of the season, I'm regenerating. Mm-hmm. You are Chris Chibnall. Who's next?
0: Um, I really thought that Olivia Coleman was going to be the next, the 13th Doctor. So okay. I would love to see Olivia Colman. Um,
1: uh-huh. From Broadchurch. And she yeah, also had a, um, <laughs> and she was also uh, in uh, the 11th Hour. Yeah, Smith I
0: know it's it's funny because I was, um, when they did the Twitter rewatch of that episode the other day, I was like, huh, it's Prince Philip and the Queen, but from two different <laughs> eras of the crown. <laughs> she's really, like, I, I, I love, she, she's really great. Like, I think, cause Jodie, I, I do like that she's kind of, you know, eccentric, kind of like Matt was. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like Olivia's doctor would ve- be very serious, kind of like, um, Peter Capaldi's doctor was right. Yeah. I would love to see her. Cause when, you know, I, I really, when they announced that Christian was going to be the next showrunner, I thought, okay, for sure. At that point, they hadn't said that Peter Capaldi was going to leave, but at that point I thought, okay, for sure, whatever, the, whoever the next doctor is, it's going to be somebody from Broadchurch.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> and you're right. So, yeah. I would love to see Olivia play, play the doctor. She would be okay. great. I think.
1: Do you have any other ideas? Any any other actor steps out? Oh. See, the, the nice thing about Chris <laughs> Chibnall and his reign as the showrunner is he's made it very clear that all all bets are off at this point. Yeah. Anything oh, is po- sure. anything is now possible. Any person who is a a, a good actor has yeah. the potential to play this part.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. But if one of like the tenant children doesn't play the doctor at some point, I would be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> But like it just feels like that has to happen now. It would
1: be a third, it'd be a third generation, yeah. And then there's going to have to be some sort of reference to five and ten when, when that happens.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. Like if we well, see, them- no
1: five, ten, fifteen. So the fifteenth doctor will have there to be go. one of Tenon's kids. There you go. Got it. <laughs> Got it. And that's a few years off. It's possible.
0: Yeah. A,
2: a question for Chris and Elizabeth is the two huge fans. Uh-huh. Completely unlikely would an American ever be the doctor
1: I'm gonna say no
4: yeah
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna make a definitive answer I'm gonna say no you'll probably never see an American actually play the doctor the closest I think you'll ever come is like with with um, John Berriman, who's who's actually Scottish uh, yeah. and a Scottish citizen uh, but he he plays uh, Captain Jackie's and he's got his American accent and that's his natural way he speaks right mm-hmm. Um and you've had a couple of British actors play "quote unquote" American accents. Um, Perry, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nicola Bryant, yeah. Um, <laughs> who had the? I mean, I, I thought Perry was probably from Rochester because she was so nasally. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're ever going to see an American doctor. The closest you may come is you may see a, another Time Lord pop up somewhere along the line, and that'll be played by an American, uh, or maybe a another long term companion. But the doctor itself, no, okay. no yeah. I think it would
2: feel like a very yeah. different show with an
1: American accent.
0: Definitely. I, I think so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I also, I mean, I understand that you would want, they would want to entertain it to, to pay homage to one of the most rabid audiences on the globe right now, because Europe is strong in your the the character is strong in Europe, the character is strong in Asia, the character is massive right now in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. So that would be paying homage to the, the most rabid part of the fandom is to make an American doctor. But I, it's it's a British institution. Uh, right. so I don't see that as happening and I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't find yeah. myself upset by that in any way, shape or form. I know there are people who are like, well, there should be an American duck. It's never going to happen. No.
0: It's just yeah. Not. Like if the, you know, if the try, cause the, the doctor who movie with eighth doctor was basically them trying to move production to America, but it obviously mm-hmm. didn't work out. So that's no. probably as close as we would get. Um, though I would say that I've always thought that if, if doctor who had been an American show to start with, I, would think that Alan Alda would have definitely played the Doctor at some point. Oh my point. god, that
1: would have been phenomenal! <laughs> he would mentioned. have
0: been so good as the Doctor. I would love to see him like guest star in Doctor Who, that would be really, really great, <laughs> right?
1: Right. Yeah, no, no, none other than Hawkeye Pierce playing the Doctor, yeah. that would be phenomenal. <laughs> I could see that, yeah, I could see that too. Um, somebody came, somebody came up with a slideshow one time, what if. Doctor Who has been entirely an American production and and through the years, who would have been the first, the second, the third, etc. It made a point of mentioning names like Burgess Meredith, Vincent Price, Mm. um, Sam Rockwell, Jeff Goldblum. uh, Jeff Goldblum would
4: be great.
1: I th- yeah, Jeff Goldman would've been amazing. Um,
4: oh, they should get
0: him to play some random Time Lord. That would be fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be just an amazing episode. Uh-huh. Uh, so okay, so you think Olivia Coleman, Tanya, yeah. you you are good enough. You are a, a, enough of a fan to make this kind of a call. Is there a particular actor or actress that you think would be a great next Doctor? Hmm. And Dan and Billy, I want you to think about that as well.
2: Okay. I actually have an answer for a question. Good deal. I, I got a follow up.
4: I'm drawing a blank. Truly, I okay. I am truly drawing a blank.
1: That's see, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a good thing in its own way because it proves that yeah, this is such a wide open thing now. I mean, let's uh, we'll mm-hmm. we'll play the politics of it at the moment. The doctor's been a white man for. The majority of its existence all right so having jody whitaker come on board has, has turned this whole qu- equation on its ear so it's not just okay who do we know in the british guy list right so it's it broadens that out i mean i'll, I'll be honest by my contribution to this particular part of the question is a white male but we're going to move on from that and i'm going to uh to pick billy's brain because he said he had an answer
2: okay actually i have one other thought to you just uh jogged something else in my head doctor mm-hmm. who's always been great about not seeing race in terms of relationships right. a black doctor british
1: i seriously think that's entirely possible okay yeah especially there are a lot ruth of great now. actors
0: too. yeah
1: oh yeah yeah i would
0: love to see like it you know if they could i would love it if they did even just a mini series with the ruth doctor because i'd really love to know you know exactly what here. was going on with her you know
1: yeah you could even see it You could even make a, a part of that miniseries Whoever the, was the Doctor before her regenerates into her, or she regenerates yeah. into somebody else. Yeah. You know, so it and they kind of like I think that would help, kind of maybe shed some light on that whole um, those those flashbacks that were going on with mm-hmm. with the, the guy who the, who was, became the policeman.
0: Somebody online pointed out that that's the only time the doctor's been a redhead and this was the only time the doctor's ever been happy. <laughs>
3: I like,
0: oh no. Oh, the only time no. the doctor's
1: been happy when he was a redhead.
0: <laughs> I was like, that's, oh no, that's so that's sad.
1: Funny. All <laughs> okay. right, but carrying on, Billy. And
2: one other thought, way, way less likely, probably close to impossible, but uh-huh. let's say... Somewhere along the way, Christopher Eccleston decides, you know, things ended badly for me in terms of production. I'd like to come back and do things right. Or they throw just a ton of cash at David Tennant. So <laughs> so uh, um, Jodie Whittaker, her season's up, regenerates. There's Eccleston or Tennant who opens his eyes goes oh no not again <laughs>
0: I mean, they did kind of with kind of how they sort of have explained the curator so far you know he said uh-huh. you might be visiting one or two old faces you know so right it could potentially happen I, I personally though would love to see David Tennant come back and play the master I think that would be really interesting
1: oh that'd be hilarious
0: yeah, he's, he, he does such a good job at playing villains like especially in oh. Jessica Jones I was oh, like yeah, well, Jones, kill, kill, yeah. Kill, oh yeah, with Kilgrave
1: and Crow uh in in good omens. i mean holy cow those two characters are just so deliciously just twisted and, yeah. and it wasn't the you know the unhindered down backslide twirling the mustache i'm evil for evil's sake there was a reason there was a purpose there was a whole attitude behind it i'm like oh my god these are great characters
0: mm. yeah if you want to re- if you want like a really good um series with david Tennant to watch because like the reason why when they announced that he was going to be playing killgrave and that and i found out that that was a villain uh-huh. um the show that i had seen up to that point that made me the most excited to see him play that um kind of gives it away that i'm saying that you know this but um the escape uh-huh. artist they showed it on pbs i don't know exactly where you'd find it to watch it but this him and the, the escape artist was really really good okay um and then, I'm not
1: familiar with it, but I will definitely. Yeah, it was that like in. a mini
0: series on PBS, um, and then also there was a mini series that just came. It's it's not a lighthearted thing to watch, but him in okay. um, in Dead uh, Deadwater Fell, which just came out on Acorn TV, uh, is really good too. Okay, um, I, I will watch almost anything with David Tennant in it. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, and I was really bummed because um, I was going to start watching all of Peter Capaldi's new stuff. But um, the next movie that he was supposed to be in is one of the ones that got delayed because of you know, the theaters being closed. So mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. the personal history of David Copperfield or something. He's supposed to be in that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Of Dan, course, Broderick is good.
1: <laughs> right. I, I did enjoy that one myself. <laughs> yeah. Dan, your two cents on that particular question. Who do you think the next one? Or who would you see as the next one?
2: I don't know about who, but would the doctor ever regenerate into a child?
1: Well, they, I I think, for if it was within a story where it was a flashback, like Mm -hmm. with the reveal of the timeless child, you know, you saw the being now known as the doctor as a small child regenerating over and over and over again while Tech Tayun was doing her experimentation. Okay, so you saw that, but you also saw kind of progression where the child was getting older each time, where it was a teenager for a while and moving on. Um, You saw when they were introducing River Song, you know, through that whole arc that she was in, she regenerated as a toddler. She was in, you know, a small child for a little while. For the purposes of this show, I doubt they would do that because to maintain... A child in the lead role for a prolonged period of time would be a age challenge. Age, yeah. Yeah, it would be a challenge to see, like, to see a, a 10, 11 year old child playing this particular, this very heavy, very demanding part.
0: Even like a teenager,
1: years. maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just, from, just from the perspective of, like, I get, you know, a lot of the child labor laws because they have yeah. to have more breaks and everything. Well, there's that. There's the really hard. Like yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. It would be interesting, though. I know, you know um,
1: I could imagine, like, like say the young man who played five in uh, the Umbrella Academy. You know, mm-hmm. here's a young man with an old soul. Uh, right. You know, and so you can see a teenager playing an adult. You know, trapped in a child's body very easily through this particular kid. But those 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 types of actors are few and far between, and and this kind of a, this kind of a, a, a demand would be impressive. So yeah.
0: it
2: would be interesting. It'd be di- something different. mm
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, they did those uh, novelizations of the some of the new series episodes that came out the other year, and then um, the novelization of uh, Rose that Russell T. Davis wrote. He did have an extended scene. Um, you know, the part where Rose is in the shed with Clive, and he's like showing her the different pictures of right. of the Doctor. Um, there is like a paragraph where uh, he says a, you know gives a couple descriptions like one you can clearly tell is supposed to be the 13th doctor but then there were a couple other ones and i think somewhere in there he did say something about a child but huh. you know yeah i hope i i really hope they do more of those novels cuz they were very very good <laughs>
1: did you read the short story that Stephen Moffat recently released yeah, um the um I mean,
0: yes that was really good i also uh they've been doing a couple of those which i thought was really interesting um for the or the watch ones that Twitter been, has been doing. My favorite one, I think so far is the video that they did that was basically Amy's journal. I thought that was okay. really cute. They actually got Caitlin to to read it and they did a whole oh, nice. video on YouTube. Yeah, it was really sweet. Mm. And I'll be definitely interested to see because um tomorrow saturday um the 11th they are doing a watch through of the doctor's wife and neil gaiman has been hinting that he's written something i don't know if it's a short story or if there's an actual video to go along with it but i am ready to be emotional about that episode all over again with whatever (laughs) extra scene he's written up there
1: (laughs) yeah that that was a great episode Uh, i love that one and the actress who played idris was just she was perfect for it
0: yeah yeah (laughs)
1: All right. Well, I'm going to throw my two cents in because I know I've said this before in other podcasts, but I I am predicting that maybe not the next Doctor, but a very soon future Doctor is going to be a Harry Potter kid. You're going to see maybe not one of the Golden Trio, although if it is, it's definitely going to be Rupert Grint. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing one of the other one of the other supporting cast, somebody, somebody who went to Hogwarts is going to be going to Gallifrey. I'm fairly confident that's going to happen one of these days.
0: I never got into Harry Potter myself, but isn't one of the kids like the grandson of the actor who played Ian? I feel like that's a thing that I know.
1: Yes, that yeah. is that is true. Um, yeah. and suddenly the name, the actor's name, is escaping me. Who played Ian Chesterton? Um, William he, something. Well, yeah, he is yeah. still alive, thank God, yeah. and yeah. he's <laughs> definitely very old at this point, but um, yeah. he's still with us, and he played basically effectively one of the first companions yeah. Uh, and his grandson is went to Hogwarts. Yes. I, I can, yeah. I I do remember that anecdote somewhere. So there were, there's a connection there, right? Yeah. And, and they're British actors, right? So there's a thing there. Now, would it be Daniel Radcliffe or Emma Watson? I don't think so. I don't think that's their, their bag. I think Daniel Radcliffe would want to steer away from becoming uh, the head of a, of a hard, of a huge franchise again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know much much like um, you know Ian McKellen was asked to to take over the role of of uh, of of uh, Dumbledore when Richard mm. Harris passed away and he's like, no no no, I'm not playing any more wizards I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already magneto I'm already Gandalf I couldn't do this it would just be too much uh, so but I do see Rupert Grin as a possible you know fun. or showing up somewhere as a, as a as not so much a companion but definitely a very important part Um the the young man who played Seamus uh, Neville, Matthew Lewis, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I see any of those as a potential future Time Lord um, to going off off the usual reservation. Um, maybe not Idris Elba because he's just so huge of a movie star, but that's a possibility for like a cameo, uh, maybe as somebody else, somebody important. With like
2: Draco Malfoy? What uh, like Tom? Oh yeah, Tom Felton. Felton. Yeah.
1: Tom Felton would be hilariously good as the Doctor because people are just so used to him being, you know, the snobbish prick. But to see him taking an entirely different spin is an entirely different type of a character. I thought that I think it'd be fabulous.
2: Sort of like a tenant going from the Doctor to Kilgrave, right? He'd do the opposite way: He'd go from the evil to the good guy, but right, sort of along the same edge.
1: Hmm. So. It's always fun to do that armchair quarterbacking. And with a show like this, you can do it all you want, you know. There's always yeah. gonna be there's always gonna be something to talk about. And hey, what if this? What about this?
0: Yeah. If you were gonna bring back Romana, who would you cast as Romana? Ooh. <laughs>
1: as such a potent character with such great history, the only person that comes to my mind would be either Emma Thompson or Judy Dench.
0: Oh, that'd be fun.
1: All right, yeah. That's where I would start the list.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I would they they like I would be really upset if they didn't b- bring back Lala Ward for at least like the regeneration scene. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd love to see Michelle Dockery play Romana because she's kind of got that yeah. air to her, especially and uh-huh. you know from her character in Downton Abbey.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would work. Yeah. Um, or you can have Romana very very on towards the, the end of, uh, of, a, uh, of a life cycle, getting ready to regenerate, and you have uh, none other than Dame Maggie Smith.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> be imagine,
1: imagine the sheer sass. Yes. <laughs> the that'd sheer awesome. epic level of sass <laughs> that would be able to come out of that character.
0: Oh, that'd be fun.
1: Uh-huh. So that would be good. Um, who else? Who else would be a good one? I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to really say. It's 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 hard to get into that zone. But once you're there, you're like, oh, how about this person? What about yeah. this person? So, all right. Well, that's good. That's yeah. fun. It was, it's always fun to talk about that show. And I feel bad because I know that Tanya and Billy aren't as as into it as we are, right? So we kind of dominate the uh, the past forty nine minutes and fifty three seconds. And uh, you know, we're just kind of trucking right along, going, "Hey, what about this? What about this?" And they're like, "Oh,
2: okay." <laughs> I still like yeah. listening and learning. Yeah,
1: I just yeah. always appreciate patience too when we go off in these little, these roundabouts. Um, any last licks? Any questions? Anything that we want to go ahead and armchair quarterback or talk about, or we're just going to go just jump right into a break?
0: Well, I just want to let um, you guys know, and anybody else who's interested, Big Finish is um, putting up some episodes either for like really really discounted or for free mm-hmm. um like right now you can get the first episode that they did of their war doctor series with john hurt oh, um i think until the 12th um and then they're going to have another free episode after that um so it's a really good time to you know get into it if you've got the time to which a lot of people do right now <laughs> yeah. a lot do. i've got i've got some series that i gotta get caught up on as well um like the seventh series of river song came out a few weeks ago and I haven't listened to it yet, but I've got it. So <laughs> they're really good. If like, if anybody, you know, they're a great way to fill in between the seasons of doctor who um, cause you know, they're doing, they do stories with everybody from the first doctor up to eight. Um, the ninth doctor they've only done, they do a series of um Stories un- that are under the Dr. Chronicles label, which basically okay. means it's it's one person doing most of the voices and then usually one or two other actors doing a guest role. Okay. Um, and and then they've done some with David Tennant and then they've done some Dr. Chronicles with Matt Smith and they did a Dr. Chronicles with Peter Capaldi, but um, somebody impersonating them, basically. Um, so <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to get them. They've said they've asked, but it just hasn't worked out quite yet. So hopefully hopefully they'll come on soon. Um, I keep waiting for Arthur Darville to maybe come back as Rory for a story with his daughter because that would be a lot of fun um fun, but yeah. there's you know whatever corner of doctor who you love there's probably more stories about it with big finish um like one of the other series that i really like is gallifrey which is the episode the series that like you said is where Romana is the president
3: mm-hmm. there's a whole series
0: of river song there's um they're starting i think it comes out either this month or next month um they're doing a series about susan in the time war um, Oh, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and Ian's going to be uh, William Russell. That's his name. No, I finally remembered his name. William Russell. Yeah. He's going to be, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to be an episode or two of that. Um, so that'll be really interesting as well. Um, the Gallifrey, there's a lot of Gallifrey series, but if anybody wants a good jumping on point, the Gallifrey time war series is really good. Um, Mm -hmm. And kind of explains it because that's where I started and then I I started catching up with the back catalogs they had a sale the other month and I got a bunch of them really cheap because they're trying to get rid of some of their older CDs that they're not making anymore, but you know, there's all there's, there's a whole lot of big finish if you're, you know, you're into it because I think at this point, uh, Paul McGann has played the doctor longer than anybody else just because right. of the audios
1: <laughs> right but he's just the most underrated one because not, there's not much known about him visually so it, right. it, there's a lot of folks out there that if it isn't in some sort of visual format they're not going to experience it
0: yeah
1: right so
0: yeah
1: right. well Elizabeth yeah. thank you for joining this conversation I appreciate it very very much and obviously yeah. we're going to have yeah. you back
4: on Yeah, like, you're, Chris. Gonna... Chris, you're crackling
1: am I crackling? <laughs> Am I Am I better? You were. I, yeah, I, don't know now right you're now.
0: I don't know what happened.
1: <laughs> well, you know, like I said, we're, you know, we're doing the and Dan has come up with some great technology for us to use. But, you know, we're still kind of bent on, you know, we're still kind of leaning on our own at home stuff. And my computer is old. And so am I. <laughs> and so I apologize for that. But I was just basically saying thank you to Elizabeth for joining us, and I appreciate it. And, and we'll have you back on, because this is one of those things that I just love talking about. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I definitely going to want to pick... I can't wait for the Christmas special to come out, because I'm going to want to pick your brain over I that. I know. I you
0: know. I can't wait. So, I hate it when they do cliffhangers like that.
1: <laughs> you know? Seriously. It's like, wait, I want to know more. I want to know more now.
0: Uh, at least we know we've, they, they filmed it. I would have been like really upset if I didn't know that they'd already filmed it, because at this point, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm going to imagine... I'm going to imagine that the next series of Doctor Who is not going to be exactly when they said it was going to be. Um, yeah.
3: Nothing but, unfortunately. Point, yeah.
0: yeah. Right. I know, like, the other show that I've been looking forward to is um, David Tennant's doing a version of Around the World in 80 Days, and they had to stop filming, basically, in the middle of it.
1: Oh, i so, heard about that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that's that's why he's got a mustache.
1: <laughs> it's a
0: look. It's uh, a look, she says. <laughs> well, it's a look, because, like, the, the first... You know, picture, of it that I'd seen because they hadn't any on on set pictures. So the first picture I saw was like when he had the picture that his wife had posted on Instagram, and uh-huh. but he had also like not shaved the rest of his face, so you could clearly see the mustache. But then he was very scruffy elsewhere. Uh-huh. Like this is this is a look.
1: <laughs> it's funny things that actors oh, have funny. to go through.
0: I know. I'm like, I hope they're not telling him he can't do anything with his hair for however long. I
1: know. <laughs> well, they'll figure be, it out. Yeah. We'll
0: sure continuity it. can figure out something
1: <laughs> yeah wigs are good that way yeah. <laughs> all right we're going to jump into a break and when we come back we'll talk about a couple of events and then we'll have our question of the week elizabeth you going to hang out for our question of the week this week sure outstanding <laughs> all right let's take a quick break and we'll be right back Ladies, gentlemen, and all points in between. Good to talk to everybody so far. This has been a fun conversation. I've been enjoying this.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: This is the point in the show where we usually talk a little bit about events. Unfortunately, those are thin and few and far between right now, and they keep dropping like flies with the way the the current health crisis has been unfolding. Uh, just yesterday or the day before, Park Avenue Festival in Rochester and the Corn Hill Arts Festival, they've all canceled for this summer. So it's like, oh, my God, we don't even have anything to look forward to in the middle of the summer anymore. This is kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Canal Days in Fairport got canceled the other day, too. Oh, God,
1: I heard about fine, that. Yeah, yeah, that, too. Yeah. That's I don't know a- where
0: I'm going to get my kettle corn this year.
1: Oh, no. That's that's <laughs> definitely a thing.
0: Uh, yeah. Like, I always get the kettle corn from the guy at the Lilac Festival. It's like the that- best kettle corn. And now I'm like, but.
1: <laughs> gonna be a, that has to be a future podcast now. We're going to talk about how to find the best kettle corn in Monroe County. <laughs> so- <laughs> I gotta
0: look it. up who it is and then just like find their website or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh you yeah, maranamiya. All right. So with with very few events to talk about, uh, and you know, we we are hope we're holding on hopes that May sixteenth we're still gonna be able to pull cosplay day together. Um, but we're we're monitoring all the situations very intently just to make sure that we're not making decisions that are are unhealthy for people. That would be a good
2: day to wear a mask. Yeah, it
1: would be a great day to wear a mask, actually, when you think about it. Uh, But with very few things going on in the event list, we're just going to jump right into the question of the week. Elizabeth, as our guest of honor, pick a number between 1 and 315.
0: Well, we talked a lot about the 13th Doctor, so I should say 13.
1: (laughs) Lucky number 13 it Danielson, bring forth question number 13.
2: Number 13. If you were a witness, if you were in a witness protection program, what would be your new name and where would you go?
1: (laughs) Oh, that is fantastic. Elizabeth, this is your fault. So you get to make the first answer. If you were in the witness protection program, what would be your name and where would you want to be?
0: Oh, I cannot think of a name. (laughs) But I would like to go to Hawaii, maybe. <laughs> That's
1: good. Hawaii's good.
0: Because I'm sick of having snow in April. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I unfortunately remember when it snowed on Mother's Day. Yeah, back when I was a it, freshman in college.
0: Yeah, they did some, like, it was either, I think it was like two or three years ago, the Lilac Festival, it was like hailing and snowing. And I'm like, but... It's the
1: Lilac Festival. It's May. Come on. I know. Seriously. It's like, wait, what? All right. So we're not sure where you, what your name would be. No. But you'd be living in Hawaii and uh, yeah. and wearing Hawaiian shirts and, and drinking from uh, from coconuts and, and solving crimes driving a Ferrari and things like that. <laughs> okay, I might have embellished that last part. How about, how about you, Tanya Fabulous? What would, your, what would your Witness Protection Program name be?
4: You just said it. I just said it? Yeah. Tanya Fabulous. Tanya
1: Fabulous.
4: (laughs) That was the first thing that had popped into my mind initially. (laughs) That was given to me by uh, Susan and Billy. Um, Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm with Elizabeth. I don't know what my name would be. I mean, my name's changed so many times over the last 40-some-odd years that I don't even know which way's up anymore anyway.
1: Oh, yes, you do. You're Tanya.
4: That's yes. all you need to
1: worry about. Yes. Tanya um, Ann.
4: Yes. Um, hmm. I don't know about the name. It was funny because I saw this question on Dan's list that he sent out to us and it popped into my mind a while ago, but I'm just like, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but where would I go? I think I would go to San Francisco.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very so, nice.
4: So I don't know. Maybe Lee. I don't know. Ayacoka? No. No. No.
1: I'm not sure. Leaned over. I leaned over.
4: Uh, very funny.
1: Uh, all right. Daniel-san, you're next.
2: Um, I probably have to go to Orlando.
1: Okay. See, so can- I
4: wonder why.
2: <laughs> and I don't know. My name might be like Mickey or something. be kind of fun. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey something.
1: Mickey Isgowitz yeah. from Orlando. <laughs> There you go. That's it.
2: Um.
1: <laughs> oh, Billy, Billy.
2: Uh, first, I think I want to go to Canada just because uh, they have fine health care and, <laughs> and uh sane leader. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to steal Homer Simpson's uh, name that he took uh, when he needed a, a a pseudonym. He looked at a hairdryer and saw the... Uh, the short name for maximum power and his name became Max Power. That's so. funny.
1: <laughs> That's I'll go, funny. I'll, I'll like go Max
2: that. Power in Canada. Okay. You well, somewhere in the hinterlands, just to be far away from the big city, like Edmonton or something.
1: There you go. Wait, yeah, <laughs> social distancing at its finest.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was thinking of San Francisco for, for some reasons. Um, so I'll live with you, Tanya. You and I will keep each other company. Okay. Uh, um, my my very first online role-playing game character was a Star Trek game. So Star Trek, Starfleet Command based in San Francisco. That's why I thought about the city. And then I would take the name of the character, which was Colin Winters. So I'll be Colin Winters living in San Francisco. Okay doesn't sound very astounding right now, but that's but basically... I remember it was the first Colin th- Winters. Yeah, you played alongside him. for. You were his brother Noah, if I remember Nolan, correctly. Yep. Nolan, yep. that's right.
2: Nolan Winters, yep.
1: Yeah, that was funny. That's funny. So that's, that's basically when you have short-term readiness for these questions, you just got to come up with whatever's at the top of your head. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right. So that's a wrap on a little wraparoo on that particular episode. That was fun. Elizabeth, again, thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, thanks um, for having very much. me. I had fun. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> we're we're going to talk again soon. We're going to be having you on board to talk about DuckTales coming up in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> and, and we're going to be focusing on the newer series, not the older one, or are we going to talk about both?
0: Yeah, the newer one. Um, I've okay. watched like one or two of the older one, but the new one is mm-hmm. definitely worth talking about because it is Very, very good. And David Tennant's in it, so.
1: (laughs) So there you go. That's a win right there. That's great. You
0: know, it's as he's ever allowed to be in a role, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then for Elizabeth and for Dan, for Tanya and for Billy, my name is Chris. And this has been, hey, Dan, cue the music right about now. This has been Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky, because I'm going to throw that in for the fun of it. The product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation purveyors and producers of the flower city comic-con coming at you hopefully in september 19th and 20th of the 2020 year Uh, like us on facebook follow us on twitter follow us on instagram follow us wherever we go and we will lead you to where the entertainment is have a safe week have a great week and we will talk to you all soon